Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bick with The Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? Yes, we have Taylor McIntosh. He's a singer, songwriter, dancer, and actor, and also an accomplished pianist and guitarist. He recently released uh, the songs Money on Your Deathbed featuring Richie Sambora and Sorry Comes Too Easy. His next single, Claire in the Moonlight, will drop on June 8th on Spotify. And we're excited to have him on yes, the show. Yes, we are. So well, I'm excited to be show. here. I'm excited okay. to be here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> So I always like to get started the same way. Um, mm -hmm. we, we kind of talked a little bit about this beforehand, but how has COVID affected you and what have you done to maneuver through this crazy year that we had? Yeah. Um, you know, the whole quarantine thing was really like a crazy thing that happened for us, but uh, I feel very blessed that I'm able to say it was almost in some ways like beneficial for me and my family. Oh, wow. um, because wow. this, this last year has been just like, it's given us that like, you know, that ability to just like fully focus on music, like really like hardcore to where I'm like writing songs every single day and I'm working every day. And it's been like, wow. like wow. we've made so much music over like the whole COVID period. It's just been, it's been like really great for me at least. You know, I've, I feel like I've really advanced in my songwriting abilities, which I feel like is the whole goal. <laughs> like you want to get better. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's one of the hard things to balance when you're on a full schedule and you're doing, con you know, mm -hmm. events and events and events. And then where do you find the time to then do the craft? Right. <laughs> exactly. And I guess the only downfall is there's no live performances. Mm. Like there's uh, yeah. zero live performances. And I don't have a ton of experience with live performances. So that's something that I really want to do. You know, I want to get that practice in. Plus, it's just so much fun being able to play live and like entertain everyone. So I'm really happy that right now it's like kind of starting to open up. Yes, it yeah, is. It, We're so excited yeah, to see. Especially in Nashville. It's all over Nashville. Mm -hmm. Nashville oh, yeah. and Texas is like fully open. Mm -hmm. And Florida. Oh, yeah. Florida, Georgia. There's a lot of events places, going on. And, and I'm talking people are packed in. So if, if there's any oh, test for where we are as a country COVID-wise, this summer will be it. Yeah, I'm really hoping that this summer, you know, starts to open up. I really want to start performing and, you know, try to push my name out that way, you know. Yeah, more absolutely. Cool way. Hey, Joe. Our buddy Joe's on. Oh, yes. Hi, Joe. Hey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does a podcast, too, that really great to interview. Oh, so yes. Sports people mm -hmm. and all that. He's really, really good. good. Um, but, um. You know, that's like for us, COVID kind of was a, was a good thing for us, too, because <clears throat> we launched this show January 2020. So a couple months before yeah. COVID happened. Yeah. And our original plan was 100 interviews our first year. We thought that would be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought that was pushing it, 100 interviews. And, you know, that's basically two a week. Um, but with when you've got family and other things you got to do, that's that's a lot. And then COVID happens. And yes. I was, I told Sandy, as I watched the whole entertainment industry drop, I was like, you know, people have time right now. And yeah. we may never find this position ever again. So we've got to take advantage of this. So I was like, so we reached out to everybody. I, I, I bought into some of these lists where you find the agents of like your Blake Shelton's and all that. And I reached out to everybody. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year and we're over 400 now. That's incredible. 
I mean, talk about like pushing the bar right there. <laughs> Goal was a hundred and hit three. Yeah. Like hundred, you tripled that. <laughs> it's been a great, it's been fun though. It has. Know, that meeting, was a silver lining for us last year. You know, and one of the big silver linings too came about a couple months in. We got an email wanting six of their artists on our show. And one of them was Anna Christina Cash. And I was like, I wonder if she's related to the Cash family. Come to yeah. find out, she's married to John Carter Cash, Johnny Cash's and June Carter Cash's son. I was like, oh, yes, we want all six and we want definitely want her first. And she kind of was the re she brought out um, Carlene Carter then, Jenny Gill um, and um, Taylor Lynn. Lynn and so many other people yeah, within so the, the um, Legends Jones. family. Mm -hmm. And that kind of solidified our show um as a real show then because of that you know yeah. where are you at with your with what you're trying to do you know has there been that moment where you're like wow this was a breakthrough yeah 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 i feel like right now it's kind of you know it's my it's kind of it's early career right i'm yeah. very much yeah. early career but i think it's for me it's always about the music right it's always about the song so mm -hmm. when i was when i was when I was writing these songs and then I was bringing them to my dad and he kept getting progressively more and more impressed to where the point he's like, wow, like this is like a good song. Like not just wow. like a good song, oh, yeah. for a, you know, someone who's learning, like this is a good song. I think right there I realized like, yeah, I can, I can do this. And then when I, I met my producer and I brought him music and he was like, where are these songs coming from? Like, how are you writing these already? Oh wow. Oh, wow. It's just like, you know, that was kind of the eye opener. Like, you know, I, it's like give me a little more confidence and like, yeah, I, I can do this. Like I, I have it in me. So that was kind of the moment where you where it clicked for you, where you're like, OK, this could be a career. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that story. Um, so what are some hobbies you like to do outside of it? Because before we really get deep into your story, I always like to yeah. kind of talk about light stuff. Um. You know, I'm, I'm I'm I love video games. So like, if I'm just like at home and I have nothing to do, I usually like to play video games because I have a best friend and I I used to live in Colorado and he still mm -hmm. lives in Colorado. So that's been our way of like, you know, staying like really oh, wow. is just through video games because it's it, when it's weird. It's like when you play video games, you feel like you're with the person. I don't know how to explain it. Thank you're God like, for technology, right? Oh it, yeah. It just feels like you're hanging out still. It's it's so it's kept us really close and. uh I love spending time with my family. Obviously I'm with them all the time. So we love movies. Like I'm just a massive like movie person. So we're just always watching movies and yeah, that's pretty much what I do for fun. Most of the time besides music and uh, you know, just like other things like, you know, go for workout or go for a run or something. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say is something unusual about you that people don't know? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say what's kind of unusual is, well, I have some old stuff. Like I used to actually be like it really into like magic, like close up oh, magic and all that, which is kind of funny because I don't think anyone would like expect that. Oh, wow. <laughs> would you try to be like David Copperfield? I, I saw him live actually in Vegas. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. that, that was so fun. He is really entertaining and he is really good. Awesome. Like he made like a whole like airplane up here. 
just like out of thin air. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you look and try to find, okay, how did he pull that one off? <laughs> I don't know if I'm figuring that one out. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that one was extreme. Maybe some That's of the impressive. That, was fine, but that one, I was, I was, there's nothing to say. He made an airplane just come out of nowhere. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love it. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like your Blake Shelton's, of Carrie Underwood's, and all the big artists, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level within the entertainment world. And I always want to talk about that because I think that a lot of people kind of sugarcoat this side of it because they only no, they want us to focus on the glory. But we both know that there's way more to, in fact, you have a lot more no's than you do yeses when it comes to music. So let's talk about the sacrifice side. Yeah. Tell us about the things that you have had to go through to get to even where you are today. Well, I currently like this week just graduated high school for the first time. Oh, wow. like I'm, so I'm done with high school. And I guess kind of the sacrifice there is if you, really want to do music, you're kind of, you know, you're sacrificing a safe path in life. Yeah, yeah exactly. I could go to college right now. I could go for a degree, get like, you know, a good job to where I feel like financially stable, or I can mm -hmm. pursue something that in some ways is bigger than me and see and see if I can make it work. So right now I've had to, you know, I'm sacrificing college to do this. Well, wow. mm -hmm. that's just how much I want it, you know? And I love that honesty because, you know, in this day and time, if you say that, people think you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. I get that all the time. I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, you know, okay, you they like, you know, they ask me about life. They're like, oh, you graduated. So what are you going to do? You're going to go to college. And when I tell them like, no, I'm not going to go to college. <laughs> I'm just going to, yeah. I'm going to pursue music. But it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like blasphemy to them. Like, <laughs> like they, they look at me like I'm crazy and I'm like, listen, like it, that there needs to be da Vinci's of the world, you know, the mm -hmm. Michelangelo's. Some, and some of us are, that's just our passion. And that's where we want to, you know, that's the path we want to take. Yeah. Yes. And it needs to be hosts like us. Cause again, you know, yeah. I'm 49, I'll be 50 this year. And we're, we started this crazy career, even though we make no money with this yet. Um, yeah. But we started this crazy new career at a, you know, age as 48 then. And, you know, people would probably think I'm crazy, but you know what? We have this drink. We, I mean, we've poured everything into this show. We do side jobs in the evening so that we can stay we afloat um, yeah. and stay together. And we're just trying to make this run like you are um, in this crazy entertainment world that do we know if we'll make it big like a Bobby Bones show? We believe we will. We don't know. But, but again, it's one of them things. It's one of them faith things where, you know what? We'll never know if we don't try. Yeah, and that's in, in right there is like, you know, there's so much truth to that. Like you should be able at any age to like, if you have a dream, like just go for it. Like, you know, and I think that's how life is, you know, it's not a, it shouldn't be something where you're constantly just like, Oh, I'm planning for my future. Like my future, my future, because you, all you have is right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So true. <laughs> yeah. Cause you could be dead. And, 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 yeah, and there's so many people like, um, and talking about the college route, and it's great that you've got parents that I guess believe in what you're doing because there's a yes. lot of people that don't. I, I remember so many people that I'm friends with and they're say 15, 20 years into their careers and they're like, and they're miserable and yeah. you sit down with them to try to kind of find out why they're miserable. And you're like, you're like, you know, you got this great lifestyle. You got this great family. You've got this great career. And a lot of times I'll stop. Oh, well, no career is the problem. 
Like, what do you mean yeah. the career's the problem? Yeah. You went to four, six years of college for this. It's like, well, it wasn't for me. It's like, what do you mean it wasn't for you? Well, my parents, my guidance counselor, my friends all said what I wanted to do couldn't make money. Therefore, I need to find something like this yeah. that could. And yeah. so they gave up on all these passions that they had inside of them to go pursue this mask um, identity. And yeah. pun intended, of course. Um, <laughs> and, um, but this mask identity. And so now here it is. They've been doing this over and over and over for all their, for 15 years of their life. And they're just had it. They, they, all, all they could think about now is what if I had tried, even if they would have failed, at least they would have known. Yeah. And it, I kind of feel like, I'm, I'm, I feel like every day I'm, I'm, I feel super blessed just because I have that family who's, you know, supported me my whole life. And they've said, you know, wow. if you want to do something like just do it, we're here to help. But it is the sad thing because I've always felt like, you know, you don't know a lot of people who make it in these, this, this sort of industry. Mm. And it, yeah. and, because, and I think it's because as people grow up, you give up on certain things that you thought, maybe it was possible when you were younger, but you, as you get older, you start thinking because of society and everything, like it's just not possible for me. And then, but then the problem is they end up, you know, like forcing those ideals on, on your kids. And then they yeah. think that mm -hmm. you're, it's like kind of a vicious cycle. And I think another part too, is, you know, a lot of people, they see um, the money of a Blake Shelton and then they yeah. see the brokenness of their brother-in-law or whoever, but they don't realize that that's not, that's extremes. There's so many people in between that are making a living off of music that you'll yeah. never hear their name. And yeah. that's what's great about the entertainment industry. You don't have to be the Blake Shelton just to make a really quality income from music. You can yeah. still be you and you might not get to that level and you might not even get known, but you can still make 50, 100, 150,000 a year and people would not even know your name. Yeah, and, and I would say, 99% of artists start out, you know, really low, like, like broke. Yep. And it takes years and years to get to like a Blake Shelton level. Right. I mean, someone like yep. Ed Sheeran, yeah, he's talked that. about being homeless for a while before wow. he finally oh, wow. made it. Like that's just, it's just the process. That's really Steve what Harvey. it is. Steve Harvey was homeless for three years. He oh, lived out his car. Right. His his big mistake, Steve Harvey. When I love his story because he talks about you know that's just you was, just have to work at it. Yep, and you know he worked at it for three years, being living out of his car, and yet now look at where he's at. That's dedication. He's massive. I mean, everyone knows Steve Harvey. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we talked a little bit about the sacrifice side, let's go the other way. Let's talk a little bit about the glory. What are a few things where you're like, wow, I got to do that? Um, you know, I well, one thing, I, I mean, this is separate from music, but just being able to do it in general was I got to, I'm a, I'm a break dancer as well. And uh, oh, I got oh, to, yeah form on world of dance with my crew oh, which is you know awesome. it's a very big tv show which i thought was just yes. really cool to be a part of wow you know oh, wow. so Derek huff and neo uh, the judges and i got oh, to yes. be mm -hmm. in and do all that so that was just really fun and it was a good experience as well as i got to be in 
you know, a couple like small little short films, which I just thought was really cool. And it was, they were pretty quality short films to be a part of. And I just had a blast. I think, yeah, I think that that was it for me. I mean, music wise, a lot of my accomplishments have been more like, like personal ones as of now, you know, like, like yeah. certain like things like making, making my dad cry because the song was so good. Like things like that, oh, wow. like that really like, those are really like personal memories. Like, you know, I remember for my, the rest of my life. So, most definitely. Yes. So, as you know, a lot of people, they see the artists, but they don't see the teams behind them. In our opinion, teams never get no, the love they, they deserve. So, tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Yeah. First and foremost, um, my family is a big part of my team. I mean, my dad's a musician. You know, he's kind of been a mentor to me with songwriting. Oh, wow. uh, my mom's so, like, you know, good at finding. Like, she found our producers. And my little sister's a songwriter, too. So she's still a part of my and team. And she's coming like on the show. <laughs> you know, you can bounce ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's great. And she's she is, coming on our she's show, awesome. too. She's like my best friend. Oh, that's awesome. That's going to be, yeah, that's going to be great. You'll love her. <laughs> She's so funny. And, uh, and my producer, Tommy, we met because my mom found him. And Tommy's been a very big part of the whole, like, just working together. He's been oh, wow. a massive deal. He's so talented. He's been around the industry for so long. In fact, it's really nice to kind of be with someone who's, like, kind of a veteran and knows what they're doing because mm -hmm. – I love old music and you kind of get that sound. And then I bring that like modern touch to the music. So it's like, I love, I love that blend of like an old sound sort of, but it's got a new score. Meets new, yeah, meets new school. school. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> love that. As well as my manager, Nelson has been great. I mean, he's mainly my acting manager, but you know, he's helped, he's helped us too with music and he's just been really, you know, he's just a really nice guy. And I think that's, what I look for a lot of the times is I want nice, genuine, good people around me. You know, that's yeah. what I want to work with. I don't want to work with, you know, hard, hard to work with people. Like you don't want to work with people who are hard to work with. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> and, and there's a lot of those out there. There are. There are probably a plenty. Uh, I'm very lucky that I haven't met too many yet, but I'm, I'm guessing it's going to come my way eventually. <laughs> Now, mm -hmm. speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our oh, little son. Oh, we do, yes. Sandy's going to go get him. I will get him. And we've got, awesome. like I said earlier, we got a two-year-old that when she gets older, we'll be plugging her into the show, too, because we are a family affair. Yeah. What's your son's back, name? It's Christopher. Okay. That's a good name. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> <laughs> better be. <laughs> yep, because he, you know, he better like it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a he's he's gonna be a junior rest of his life. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Jr. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, it's definitely crazy out there trying to you know, have kids and grow a show and and this crazy little one right here. Yes. <laughs> uh uh hi hi Taylor. So what's your favorite food? Hey Christopher. Uh, what did What's you my say? favorite food? Yes. My favorite food. 
That's a good thing. Okay. I feel like my favorite food is probably a very specific food. It's a stuffed chicken breast from this restaurant, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. It's, that's probably my all-time favorite food. I've ever wow. What's yours? My, my, mine is a little ah, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite TV show? Ah, uh, give it just a second. Yeah, you're froze a little bit. I love pizza too. I love pizza too. I can't lie. Uh, <laughs> Tell me when I'm back. Yeah. Yep, there you're back. Yes. Okay. Okay, so uh, what's your favorite TV show? Okay, this show. You're you're a little young for this show, but. Game of Thrones was probably my all-time favorite show, along with probably South Park. <laughs> All right. oh. And what's yours? My mine is SpongeBob. That was one of my favorites too, bro. I love SpongeBob oh. as a kid. Yes. And what's been cool is because we watch a lot of Nick, he watched a lot of Nickelodeon shows. We've been able to bring a lot of this people that's on his shows onto our show. So that's been pretty cool for him. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> so, me, like, uh, what's your favorite movie? It used to be Braveheart by Mel Gibson, but. As of like last year, it's now The uh, Gentleman mm -hmm. by Guy Ritchie. Mine, mine is The Minion. Which my dad and I have one. Oh, wow. Yes. The Minions? He loves The Minions. Little Caitlin loves The Minions too. Hmm. I think I remember that movie. I think that was yeah, a really got, funny this, movie if I remember. Despicable Me, Despicable Me 2, and then The Minions movie. Yeah. And Despicable Me 3. Yep, yeah, and Despicable Me 3. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're milking in the money with that one. And I think it's oh, supposed, yeah, they... supposed to be a respectful me for next yep. year. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. They just yeah. keep pumping them out. Yeah. Yeah. You know how TV is. Once they find something that works, they milk it until it don't. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Huh? You froze. So. <laughs> God, he's freezing up. <laughs> he does. You ain't come back yet. Chris. <laughs> yes. Uh, hear your voice. Yeah. I think you're back. Or. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Back, I think. Gotta love technology. Yeah. Yeah. It's I know, right? Just keep freezing up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, there you are. <laughs> bye. Okay, <thanks. laughs> hey, bye. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. <laughs> yeah, that's a you know we love technology when it works, but boy when it does it, it's it's rough. Yes. It's painful. It's very painful. <laughs> we've grown used to good technology too. So when it starts working bad, you're kind of like, 
<laughs> the good thing about we, where we do our show is it's always same room, so we there's no Wi-Fi, no nothing. It's all connected to the main line. So, so yeah. So, so usually our parts usually has been good, good to go. But well, if Comcast ever has an issue, we got an issue. Yeah, that's probably really smart though. <laughs> Make sure you're not using Wi-Fi because Wi-Fi just goes down whenever it feels like it. Oh, it oh, does. Yeah. So spotty yeah, cause it, Wi-Fi. Yeah, because yeah. even here, I've tested it, and we've watched yeah. it where it's getting X amount of speed, and then a minute later, it's like almost no speed. And it's like it goes. Yeah. I was I like, nope, down. we've got to get that cable and run it to the computer, the laptop. And we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what scares me about, like, if we're ever traveling, I would it would be hard to do shows because you don't know where a good connection will be. Yeah, you have no idea. You could be like, you might have to go to Starbucks or something just to get decent Wi-Fi. You never know. You would have to. Yeah. Sir, you can't be here right now. You need to buy a coffee at least. Fine, give me anything. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Okay, that's. I'll give you two. As of right now, like someone who's alive, John Mayer for me. Oh, yeah. oh he's awesome. Yeah. I think he is just he is a brilliant songwriter and he's like, you know, he's like kind of everything I want to like push to be it's like, he's kind of that like goal. Like, like I think he needs a couple people that you're like trying to beat at, like, you know, like, yeah. like reach that level. And he's one of those people for me. He's just, he's so talented at songwriting. Like he, like what me and my dad have always said is our goal is to push like, you know, thought provoking real a, like literate songwriting again because we're yeah. losing that we're losing we've been losing the lyricism you know that we used to have all the time like so we're just pushing for that and i think he's one of those people who's been doing that for years wow. wow as well as a weird one but i would i would have loved to co-write with bob marley oh, wow. oh that's a great one <laughs> I, got, I got into him listening to his music all the time the last this last year and i've just mm -hmm. fallen in love like 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 you just look like he's a real true songwriter like i just study all his music and it's just he's just he was like like a genius like the ideas he's coming up with the melodies everything it's just i'm, I'm like a fanboy for bob marley i'm gonna be honest <laughs> <laughs> love that so um in 2015 we interviewed kelsey ballerini and one of the um, questions i asked was where she want to be in five years and i always like to tell this story before i ask the guests that same question because the answer she gave us back then is almost to the t of what she's living now so she knew where she was going she had it planned out she had yeah. it planned out so knowing sure. that where do you want to be in five years I usually tell people because I tell people this, there's a big goal in my head and I use it as sort of like a thing to strive for. And it's, yeah. it's always been the Grammys for me. I would just, it's always been the Grammys. I just want to win, just win a Grammy. And I feel like when I win that Grammy, that's, awesome. that's my way of solidifying myself in this industry, like permanently. That's like, yeah. we want to win an Emmy for the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind yeah. of our little vision. Someday. <laughs> so if I think if I can win a Grammy in five years, that would be really impressive, actually. That would be really impressive. That'd be really impressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, things do happen, and that's really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard this one quote, and I use it all the time. It's 
plan B distracts from plan A. And I fully believe that. So my plan, I'm sticking with plan A for as long, forever, I guess. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that, that that's the thing. I love that you said that because, you know, a lot of these big artists, they'll get interviewed. And the host always has this one question that oh, they yes. always ask. And they're always taken aback by the answer. Because um, they're always like, if music didn't work, what would you be doing today? And 95% of them would say, I would just be a broke musician because I had no plan B. Yeah, I agree with that. For me, it's always been like, I think the difference for me between anything else, like between music, acting, school, dance, all that for me is those are all enjoyably fun and, and I want to do it. But music is something I feel like I need to do. Like no matter, like I don't think I could live without writing music all the time. Like it's like, and more than just like in an emotional outlet, it's like I'm I, I feel like it's always in my head. Like I don't know how to like fully explain that, but I feel like I'm always thinking of music. Like it's a part of you. Yeah. She's same way with music, and oh, I'm yeah, same I way with the show. Lyricist, yeah, I love music also. And, and, and so we, yeah. you know, and that's the crazy thing is, you know, it's like um, she followed my passions for many years. So I was like, you know what, let's follow yours. And little did I know that I was going to move myself right into her passions with this show. Yeah, we sort of <laughs> blended them well here. <laughs> All right, and how would hey, you describe perfect. your? Yep. yep. How would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard it before? Um, I would say, I usually like a broad statement. I would say multi-genre pop because I don't feel okay. like I'm, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm kept down with like one genre. I like to yeah. jump around a lot because whatever inspires me inspires me. Wow. Plus, I just say, kind of bring back a bit of an old sound while keeping it modern, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just love old music. And I think, I think I'm, you know, I want to bring back the great songwriters of the generations, you know, and I just feel like we're, we're sort of losing that. So I just want to bring that back. Wow. Awesome. Love that. Love that. And what would you like your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to ultimately be known and remembered for? I think my ultimate goal for the rest of my life is to have one, just one song be in like the top 200 songs of all time. Just one song. Oh, wow. I do that. My career would be a massive success. Gotta love technology. Maybe make a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but you know what? We've done 400 shows, and so we've learned to kind of let it play it we out. Roll with it, yeah. We roll with it. <laughs> yeah. 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 How much? Have, how much did you hear at first? <laughs> None of it. A little bit at, at the, the very beginning. beginning. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and what that what's funny is little Chris, he don't understand it yet. So we like when you froze earlier, he's like, Oh, he's because <laughs> yeah. I, I try not to say it in it, 
and let because right. usually it plays itself out but every usually now and then does. we've learned it doesn't just roll with it but he's learning yes okay i can i'm back now yeah. <laughs> i think i'm You're back. back we can see yeah. and hear you yes All right perfect <laughs> so what's next for you i think I think I'm just trying to build a fan base, to be honest. I, wanna, I think right now I'm trying to build a fan base and I mean, try to write a hit song. <laughs> yeah, of course. That would be great. Just to write one, just get a, my, my song on the radio would be an mm -hmm. incredible accomplishment by itself. So I think right now it's just build a fan base, write all the time, try to get, you know, a hit song out and start performing live, you know, so what advice would you give somebody who's just starting out? There's a saying me and my dad say all the time, and it's, if you can write a hit song, you can write your ticket. Mm, that's so true. I would, tell them, I would tell them to write, write music. Don't, don't just trust your singing ability or your musicianship. Write every day and really practice writing because you want to be as independent in this industry as possible you don't want to have to rely on so many people for your own career and if you can write music you're already i, I already think you're 10 times better than most of the competition if you can write good songs wow wow love that so as we come to a close here tell everybody how they can find you yes you can find me on social media at Taylor D. McIntosh. So on Facebook, it's Taylor D. McIntosh. On Instagram, it's Taylor D. McIntosh. And TikTok, it's Taylor D. McIntosh. And if you, if you want to look up my music, just look up Taylor McIntosh. Love awesome. that. And we really enjoyed having you on the show we today. Did. And we definitely look forward to not only having you back, but having your sister on. Oh, uh, yeah, June so 23rd. June right? 23rd. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You froze? I'm guessing he's a little froze, so we will go on to end this, everybody. We really enjoyed it, we and did. we'll see you again tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, thanks.